This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. Welcome to Ryan's computer went destroyed it went uh, destructo on us but also no welcome to no credentials required where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. We are presented by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. To my right is a man who tried out for the Albany Empire but was released upon finding out that the team finding out that he was actually two midgets in a trench coat. Uh, we've got <laughs> Dustin Henry. Dustin, how are you doing tonight? I can't believe they discovered me. I'm doing. I'm doing. you out. I'm doing all right. That's the beauty of live, folks. We are live right now, and uh, I've just decided. You know, the weather's beautiful. Everything's good, but I've decided that I'm going to stop actively rooting for teams on the show because I felt like I jinxed the Kraken last week. Oh. I told them to unleash, and it didn't happen. And it didn't they happen. didn't. They didn't. <laughs> That's unfortunate, but. We're here to talk some sports. There's a lot. There was a lot going on last week. Going into this week, we got we've got plenty of room, we got plenty of time to talk about it. But first, we just want to remind you about our social media channels, which are right down here below. If you're watching live, Twitter, Instagram, and the scarcely used TikTok is at NoCredsReq. Facebook.com forward slash NoCredsReq on YouTube.com forward slash at NoCredsReq. And since this is a live show, well, we'll get to that in a second. But uh, on the podcast side, you can subscribe wherever you find podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Play, iHeartMedia. Tune in wherever you podcast. Subscribe to us. And also, if you be kind, rate and review five stars. That's many stars. Uh, we would like you to rate. Also, leave a review. That means that it means that this podcast will be noticed around uh, around more and engage with the show engage with the show this is engage this is a watcher viewer engaged show we've got some comments already and dustin i know you've been waiting all week to hear this beautiful beautiful sound oh i have lay it on me all right as you wish (laughs) yeah so engage with us during the show we got some comments already jeff joining us uh, he's, he just has a smiley face. Cold Iron says, I'm in here. Yes, you are. And Jeff says, hey, friends. Hope you're having a good day. Got to be better than that A's announcer. Oh, yeah. And, and Cold Iron says, yeah, he he unemployed. Yeah. Ooh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, that was uh, that was a rough uh, slip, if that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, to say the least. To say yeah. the least. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my goodness. All right. Well, speaking of baseball, we're going to dive right in and we're going to talk about our, now we're in the upstate New York. We've got a myriad of teams uh, represented in this area. Since we're in the middle of about six major metropolitan areas, we're both Yankee fans, full disclosure, Dustin and I are Yankees fans. We've been kind of wondering about the slow start between both the Mets, the Yankees and the Mets. Mm-hmm. But now it appears that the Yankees and the Mets have had their swagger back. The Yankees, they swept, they swept two lower uh, echelon teams, that being the aforementioned Oakland A's and the, uh, they swept the Cincinnati Reds this weekend. Yeah. And they took three out of four in Toronto, which is a huge thing because Toronto yeah. was ahead of them. And now the Yankees are up in front. They're in third place in the uh, national, the American League. I call them the American League beasts because every single team, yeah, what a division is above five hundred. What a yeah. division this was. This yeah. is currently. Uh, they're right behind. They're three games behind Baltimore. They're five and a half games behind Tampa. They're starting to get. I think they're starting to. Yeah, they're starting to pick things up with Aaron Judge returning. Mm-hmm. The Mets, meanwhile, they've won their last five in a row. They took two out of three against the against the Tim Bay Rays and they, they they swept the series this past weekend. So Dustin, is it safe to say that the, both the Yankees after Yankees and Mets after kind of a swoon starting in the off, starting in the beginning of the season, is there swagger back? Is both, is both this, is the swagger back for both teams? Well, I, I think so uh, to some degree, to the degree that it can be, because we all, we always have to remember baseball is an extremely long season and it is oftentimes it's a war of attrition to use a to use a um you know a somewhat inappropriate term but i think a lot of it relies on health when you're missing one of the biggest bats in your lineup it's not you know ideally it's the idea is next man up right but there's some talent that you just can't replace you know we talk about the wins above replacement level the war all that stuff there are some players that are just key to teams but it does seem that uh that both teams are starting to find their groove a little bit now there will be ebbs and flows over the season but the Yankees did what they were supposed to do against two teams you don't, you know, you don't want to call them lesser than, but it's it's the fact of where they well, are right now. Let, but let's I, put it this way: the, the the Oakland A's. I'm sorry to interrupt. Yes. I'm to interrupt your chain of thought here, no. but the Oakland A's are a glorified Triple A team. Yeah, and yeah, which is and unfortunate. They're, and they're probably, unfortunately, for the city of Oakland, they they're probably going to be moving to Vegas at some point. That deal, you know, they're working on that, and I do feel bad for fans of that team that they're moving again, uh, possibly. But I will say that if, if Wonko the Sane is in the chat, I want to ask him why his Cincinnati oh, he Reds. He says, hey, everybody, what's good? <laughs> <laughs> I want to I want to ask him why his Reds are not bringing up some of these young prospects. They, they're clearly, they're not going anywhere. Christian Encarnacion Strand was a player that was like on fire in the spring and it seemed like he was a shoe-in to make the roster he did not make the roster and then they, uh they've got uh ellie de la cruz in there so the reds do have some young talent in the minors that are that are scorching it up and you get you got to wonder why cincinnati's not bringing them up is it a is it a time management issue is it a uh what's that thing where the where the team's leave the players in the minors for certain times because then they don't have to 
it's something with the contracts. That's, with the, con- that's do with the contracts. Yeah, thing. yeah. I can't remember. I don't know if it's that issue or if the Reds just feel that they need more seasoning down there. But in my opinion, when you're in a position like the Reds are, bring those guys up, see what they can do. Um, and as far as the Mets, I still am skeptical because I just don't know if Scherzer and Verlander can hold up because they're a little – you know, let's face it, they're still good at what they do, but they're older. And you have to wonder if their bodies can handle the rigor of a full major league season. However, I do feel like the Mets are starting to put it together a little bit. And I've always had uh, faith in Buck Showalter as a manager. I, I've always had a soft spot for Buck. It, it seems like he he rebuilds teams a little bit. He gets them on the right track, and then they, and then they always let them go. Um, except for those Ranger teams, there wasn't, there wasn't much he could do there, but, uh, yeah, he's always been, he's always been a good manager. I've liked Buck. Yeah, me too. I, I even back in the Yankee years and, and also yeah. with Albany colony, don't forget yeah. he was with the Albany colony Yankees, the double a team for uh, the New York Yankees back in the, uh, late eighties, early nineties. Um, and any little work he did with Baltimore too, when yes. Baltimore had their heyday back in the mid 2010s, mm-hmm. uh, when they were regularly in the playoffs too. Yep. And yeah, it's, it, it's not going to. It doesn't hurt that Uncle Stevie's money, yeah, uh, can help <laughs> with uh, getting Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander and signing Francisco Lindor to a long term extension. Yeah. Um, so. None of those things help. I guess for a span of 20-plus innings, the Mets didn't hit a home run at yeah. all. And that, well, streak, and that streak ended on on uh, it was Wednesday uh, against Tampa Bay when they went extra innings and they went up, with a, they went up winning the game on a walk-off home run. Yeah, and you know what? The only the only knock I've had against – and this is, this is heavily slanted towards fantasy baseball because I play – um, but, but I, you, I've wondered why Buck is not playing some of the young prospects that they, that they brought up. I mean, they brought up Francisco Alvarez to play catcher. Mm-hmm. Everybody's excited talking about the big bat and he's going to be in the lineup and then they didn't play him. And, uh, Brett Beatty to some degree, they brought him up. He's another one of their big prospects. He hasn't really played all that much either. But they did have some injuries at catcher, which prompted the the Mets to bring up Gary Sanchez, which Ugh. I had forgotten that he was even on the roster, quite frankly, or in their yeah. system. They, they had signed him to a minor league deal. He was playing in Triple tri- A for a bit, and then they decided they, and they brought him up because of injuries. Yeah, mentioned. Yeah. So we'll have to see. It's a long season, but I do think to some degree both New York teams have started to get their confidence back. And as you mentioned, the AL East is just ridiculous. I think every there was there was a division that I'm trying to remember. I think it was the division with the Cubs, Pirates, Reds, NL think, Central. Yes, I think every every team in the division in the AL East had a better like if they were in the. NL Central, they would be winning the division right now. Every team. Yep. Every, every team. It was just unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's going to be a fun season to watch. Yeah. And 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 look, we we talked about it in April. Baseball season's a marathon, not a sprint. Yep. And right now the Mets are, they were, I wouldn't say left for dead, but they were, uh, let's just say they weren't 
exactly doing great in the National League sayings. I think they were in fourth place at one point, and they've shot themselves up to second place in the division. Even with the 14, the, even though they're in the red when it comes to run differential right now with a, with a minus 14, they're still in second place in the division. And right behind them, a half a game, half a game behind them, Dustin, you know who's half a game behind the Mets for second place in the National League East? I haven't. I haven't checked the standings, but I'm going to just throw out a random guess and say the Marlins. The Miami Marlins are in third place (laughs) by half a game. That's how bad the National National League East is. But here's the thing. With Miami, they're in third place in the National League East with a 54, with a minus 54 (laughs) run differential. They, They... they can't. They're score one game runs. above five hundred. They can't score runs, but but they but are. They, they win are, games. Yes, they are winning these one-run games. It's like ridiculous. And the thing I will say about the Marlins, I don't know much about their their organization. I don't pretend to, but they have good pitching. They they yes. have been able to consistently develop and bring up good pitching over this over the last few years. And if you have good enough pitching. It can offset a lot of problems. Now, for me, I feel like the Yankees have been the opposite for the last few years. They've been, they've been, their pitching has been shaky, and it's still my biggest worry because every free agent signing in recent years that they try to bring in, uh, you know, Carlos Rodon, disaster so far. Frankie Matas, no good. You know, mm-hmm. Severino, on and off. He's good when he's healthy, but he made his made his debut yesterday. Made his yes. debut yesterday, and he yes. pitched only, he I think, seven. They only let him pitch, I think, 70 or 85 pitches, and he wasn't happy about it either, mm-hmm. but he was pitching well. He was pitching yes. pretty well. He pitched yes. four and two-thirds, allowed only one run, which was kind of questionable. Uh, they had to go to instant replay for that. I don't know if you saw the highlights or not, and Aaron Boone got tossed, which you know what? For as much as I criticize him for being a guy who I who I believe is really a uh, who I believe is really an AI machine, yeah, because you don't realize too much on the analytics. (laughs) He's a Boone GPT. Yeah, Uh, he defend. He goes to bat. No pun intended. He goes to bat for his players. He does do that. That's he isn't. He isn't. He's not afraid of getting thrown out for arguing his case, which he's Mm -hmm. which he did yesterday. Mm -hmm. He did yesterday when Bowers had that mishandle in the outfield. It looked like it was a foul ball, went up being a fair ball, and the Reds went up scoring the first run of the game. Not that it mattered because the Yankees went up scoring four runs. Uh, Thanks for thanks to Harrison Bader who had three RBIs. But you've seen you've seen Boone getting tossed a couple times this year, and he's yeah. he's a he's you're starting to see him. I guess you would say care a little bit more about winning, maybe mm-hmm. because he's got a fire under his butt because of because uh, of all that's happening with the uh, with the Yankees not going winning a World Series since 2009. Yeah. So maybe his job's on the line. We don't we don't know that it is. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe he's that's why he's getting all fired up all of a sudden. So. It's good to see Booney getting getting a little bit fired up. Uh, I understand they designated Aaron Hicks for assignment uh, this afternoon. The uh, the the comparisons to Jacoby Ellsbury are a little extreme. Yeah, but I get it. He's not yeah. that. I mean, he the thing is he's not. His bat isn't great. He's pretty good in the outfield. Mm-hmm. He's decent. He's a decent outfielder. He's not. His bat is. He'll give you the odd home run every so often, take the lead, but otherwise he's just 
Yeah, they trade trade they trade for him back in the day, and they give him this huge contract. They expectate. I think it was just the expectations that really, yeah, really made his career as a Yankee unspectacular. Well, and we and we talked about it last show with Wise. Uh, not everybody's built for the scrutiny of the New York um, mm-hmm. media and market. I mean, the the example that I always use because it's the one that stuck out to me the most is Jeff Weaver. Jeff Weaver pitched unbelievably in Detroit. You, you know, they brought and the Yankees brought him in on that on that big contract back in the day. And you could see him if he gave up a big hit, he was visibly shaken on the mound. And he did not, you know, he would get angry with himself and it did not it did not bode well for him. And his Yankee, his Yankee tenure was largely rocky, if memory serves. And then he went to another team. I'm trying to remember. I always get him confused with his brother because his brother pitched for the Angels for a long time. Mm-hmm. But uh, And then he was, you know, he was better after that. It was just smaller markets work better for some players. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look at Sonny Gray. Yeah. What happened to him? He, he yeah. brought in, he, he was traded to the Yankees, didn't perform well, was released. And I believe he's part of Cincinnati's pitching staff or is it i think it's minnesota Minnesota. i think it's i think Mm -hmm. he's on the twins now yeah he has he has bounced around i think he was with cincinnati not too long ago um but he was traded from the oakland days originally was he not i think yes he was so so yeah sunny another another guy where it just it just didn't seem to work out yeah, and uh, Aaron Hicks was designated for assignment over the weekend, so it was on uh, it was on Saturday he was DFA'd. So he'll earn his twenty seven million dollars. Uh, just won't be as New York Yankee, <laughs> which is unfortunate. Like I said, it's it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Yeah. So, um, so we're gonna you know, so we talk about now. I get it. The Yankees pitching is a little as much to be desired. Yeah. Um, you know it's. Uh, I think they can improve once Sevy once Sevy's back on the mound, so mm-hmm. it's, it's it's one less thing you have to worry about. But with Carlos Rendon again, like he said, right now it's a disaster signing. I wish they would have signed him last year because they would have yeah. used that extra extra left handed arm. And Frankie Montas, he's done for the year, yeah, because uh, of Tommy John or was, or was it or was it, or was it shoulder surgery? I I'm not sure. I think it might have been shoulder surgery. Whatever it was, it was the thing that. I think it was originally, oh, we're going to rehab it, you know, won't need surgery, and now we do. But I, I could be, I could be wrong about that. But I want to say it was shoulder because he had issues when he came over last year. Yes. I think with his shoulder, so I want to say it was something related to that. But yeah, it just, just no good. And I, and I'm, I'm one of these people. I love the pitch clock, but I do think to some degree it hurts a pitcher like Nestor Cortez. Who who, yeah. who who worked a little slower and and relied on deception, you know, because of that delivery. But maybe I, I think the pitch clock does uh, some of these some of these pitchers that used to like to work slower. You can't do it anymore. Right, and I just looked it up. He he had arthroscopic surgery on his right shoulder. He's expected to miss the majority of the twenty twenty three season. So oh, okay. who knows if we'll see him this season. Yeah, but we haven't yeah. seen Carlos Rendon in a Yankees uniform yet, so nope. who knows? Who knows? Uh, before we take our first commercial break, we're going to address some some of our friends who are in the chat. Uh, we got Uncle the Saints saying, hey, "Everybody, what's good?" Uh, Jeff S says, "Couldn't 
couldn't have been intentional intentional i'm thinking um trying to remember what we're referring to oh the the a's announcer uh getting let go because of that unfortunate um circumstance jeff says yep my jay's slipping but a long way to go yeah i mean yeah the J- right now, the Blue Jays are in last place in the AL East, but they're still three games above 500. Yeah. They had a rough ridiculous. series. They, yeah. They had three or four taken from them by the Yankees, and I think they had two or three taken them from them by Baltimore, which is a friend of the show, Eric Arditi, uh, big, big Orioles fan. I don't know if you got a chance to see the, uh, the City Connect jersey release for, uh, for the, uh, for the Baltimore. So, uh, it looked all right. It looked all right. It was like all black uniform, um, with the with a different uh, with a different cap. Uh, Sick Diggy joining us all the way from Norway, friend of the show. Sick Diggy says, "Wait a second, Ryan McCarthy. Shouldn't you have a certain PSA when talking about the Yankees?" I have asked for that. I'm still waiting. I'm, I'm waiting on that from Mister from a certain Mister uh, Cole Johnson. Uh, <laughs> Jeff says, "Phew!" When Dustin said. To use an inappropriate term, my heart skipped a beat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Sick Elsa says, actually, Dustin, war of attrition is an accurate term in any sport, especially when it comes to the playoffs. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, Jeff said years of eligibility. That's why minor you see certain prospects stay in the minor leagues for yeah. a little bit longer because of years of eligibility. Um, Cold Iron says, I heard the White Sox by having a fire sale soon. Well, they do have some players. I'd be interested in a few. Maybe Andrew Vaughn. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sixty asks, "What in the hitless Gary Sheffield is going on to Miami Marlins?" Just, <laughs> They're finding ways to win games. You though. Find ways to win, and they've They're got the pitching. They've got some pitching. I mean, I'll tell you. But uh, yeah, I, Jazz Chisholm just can't stay healthy. That's one of their big bugaboos too. He's he's a young star for them, but he just can't stay on the field. I mean, in regards to the White Sox, I wouldn't have Louis. I wouldn't mind having Luis Robert Jr. on my team, but provided he can stay healthy. Hawk TV says, "Yo!" What's and he up, also Hawk? says, "And he also says, hopefully the Orioles keep up their stellar season." He's uh he's one of our friends who's a uh, a bronze sexual. A bronze sexual. Uh, <laughs> they're getting Hawk. They're getting swept tonight, bud. <laughs> well, I'll lend you a tissue tomorrow morning on Snowman. And uh Sikti says, I'm not trying to curse folks. I understand. Yeah. We're 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 a PG rated show for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, we're gonna take a quick commercial break from our friends at Invader Coffee. So stay tuned for some more No Credentials Required. This episode of No Credentials Required is brought to you by Invader Coffee. For the coffee lover who wants good quality coffee with no bullshit and no filler. Invader Coffee is an ultra-premium, veteran-owned coffee company proudly delivering only the best coffee your hard-earned money can buy. They aim to only serve the highest quality organic air-roasted coffee beans sourced from free trade farms all over the world. They keep things simple, the best coffee at an affordable price in order to provide you with the value you deserve for your morning boost. 100% fair trade, 100% organic coffee beans, 100% air-roasted, 100% money-back guarantee. Visit invadercoffee.com, enter promo code BELLYUP at checkout, and receive 15% off your order. That's right, folks. Get the best for your get the best coffee for your hard-earned dollar with some Invader Coffee. Fuel for the fearless. I have a bag of I'm going through a bag of the break in case of an emergency break in case of emergency right now. I've got another bag of the outsider, which if you get a bag of the outsider, you're automatically automatically entered to win. 
a classic muscle car. I believe it's the Chevy SS Camaro, Camaro SS, which looks chef's kiss. <laughs> the beautiful, it's a beautiful machine. Dustin, I know, I know you're, you're also a fan of Invader Coffee. I know you typically drink it on the weekends. I do, uh, I but do. Uh, but you know, just tell the folks at home, at home how you prepare your your embittered coffee. Oh, I like to. Uh, the, the reason I drink it on the weekends is because I like to use the French press. I like <laughs> to get in there, you know, take my time, grind the coffee beans. I I need to get a burr grinder. I recognize I need to up my game a little bit, but I just have you know normal blade based coffee grinder right now. I like to grind up the coffee beans. Um, I've been, I've been getting down on the donut dealer blend still. Um, mm. some of my favorites I've gotten, I've gotten, uh, the don't Cali my Texas blend before I've gotten the, um, some of the holiday flavors that they, that they do. I really yep. enjoyed. Um, those were, those were some of my favorites and I'm thinking to myself, I need to up my K cups, re up some K cups so I can bring them to the office. I've done that from time to time too, because no offense, Green Mountain, but I'll take Invader all day. That's right. And don't forget, <laughs> Dustin, you can use the link in the description to help out the show. Plus, use code code belly up at checkout for 15% off your order. So help the show helps help a veteran owned coffee company based out of Austin, Texas. They're good folks. They, they make great coffee. I can't complain about it. So get yourself some Invader Coffee today. Whether you're listening on the podcast, whether you're listening on the audio side for your earballs, or you're watching live right now, or on the replay, visit our link in the description. Help out the show, and again, fifteen percent off your order with promo code Belly Up. Let's talk about this move about Pat McAfee. I, I'm not a, I'm not a religious listener to or watcher of Pat McAfee's show. Uh, I understand he's very entertaining. Uh, Boston, Connor, Boston, Connor, uh, you're on my, uh, you're on, not on my Christmas card list because of what you said about Fireman Ed recently. Uh, oh. But, <laughs> but I guess this Pat McAfee moved to ESPN. I, I know he's been, I know he's been on and off, not say on and off with them. He, he's more there on a contractual basis. He he did his yeah. He was on game day, wasn't sport. he? He was on game day. I, did, I yeah. guess he did an alternate stream for. Uh, for the college football playoff. Uh, but Dustin, Pat McAfee's kind of jumped around. He's been independent. He's been on Sirius yep. XM. He's been on Barstool. Now he's with ESPN. And I got to kind of wonder, is this a good move or a bad move for Pat McAfee and ES- or ESPN or both? I think, I think this move is better for McAfee than ESPN. I think McAfee is going to get his money. They obviously signed him to a huge deal to take him away from. Uh, was he with Deadspin before that? I'm trying to think of where he was. I can't. I can't remember because, like you said, he's jumped around a little bit. Um, but he 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 benefits more from this deal than ESPN. ESPN is they've been laying off people. They've been in cost cutting maneuvers, and it's clear that they're. Their new approach seems to be, and I do not watch and or listen to ESPN to the degree that I used to. I used to be, ESPN got me through my workday. I would listen to it constantly. I've since moved on to podcasts now, but ESPN, to me, they've what they're doing in trying to compete with Fox and some of the other some of the other networks that are coming for them is they are just 
cashing in on what they see, their big stars. You know, you turn on ESPN nowadays, you're going to see Mike Greenberg. You're going to see Scott Van Pelt, who I still like, does the late edition of Sports Center. That, that to me, he is one of the. Uh, he's still creative at ESPN. He's not willing. He's he's not afraid to take some chances. Um, but you know, you're going to see Mike Greenberg. You're going to see a lot of Stephen A. Smith, who I have mixed feelings about. And now, with the with the money that they're purportedly throwing at McAfee. You're going to see a lot of Pat McAfee on those airwaves. So I think ESPN is cashing all in on let's pay a few personalities that are our stars that are established and we'll just kind of fill in the gaps with everybody else. And I don't think it allows for growth. I don't think, you know, ESPN, maybe I'm misremembering, but it used to seem like it was a place where somebody could come in, somebody like Kenny Maine, and they're just going to be like, hey, Kenny, Go do what you do, okay? Go go do what you do. Make entertaining segments. Make make some jokes. Be a little creative. I feel like ESPN, a little bit of that is lost, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think McAfee ultimately benefits uh, from this move because they still are, despite the fact that I think they've lost a step to my eye, they still are one of the worldwide leaders, you know? In, in sports, you know, uh, sports, I don't want to say entertainment because it'll sound like I'm talking about the WWE. No, I, I, sports talk. Yeah, sports talk. Yep, sports coverage. They're still one of the biggest, biggest names. And But I just don't, like you said, I'm not the biggest fan of McAfee. I don't, I, I don't listen to a lot. I don't, I don't dislike him either, but I'm also not, he's not going to make me tune in. Yeah, I, usually at twelve noon, I'm uh, watching or listening slash listening to uh, Rod Peterson, friend of the show, Rod Peterson. I'm hoping to bring him bring him over uh, during the summer. Hoping to have him on again. Uh, he's been on a couple times on this program. Uh, usually, I'm, I'm watching slash listening to him. Uh, I've dove into uh, McAfee a little bit here and there. I, I, I watched his uh, interview with with Aaron Rodgers when he formally announced not formally, but informally announced his intention to play with the New York jets this year. Mm -hmm. So that was a pretty long interview, but he's an entertaining guy. I know there's some things they have to, they have to, they'll have to change because of the fact that they're on ESPN. They're on terrestrial, not terrestrial, but they're on, um, they're on ESPN now. Yeah. Not, not you won't be hearing a lot of f bombs anymore. Yeah, uh, like he, he like he has now because he he's uh syndicated to Sirius XM and Dazen D A Z N. Okay, uh, I DAZN, guess he's, I think yeah. He's he signed. He, he I'm looking at his Wikipedia file and uh, his Wikipedia page, and I don't know how reliable it is, but it says on in December 2021 he announced a four year. One hundred twenty million dollar deal at FanDuel, making the sole making them okay. the sole odds provider, odds provider for the Pat McAfee show. Yeah, so FanDuel is what I was thinking of, not Deadspin. Deadspin doesn't, you know, <laughs> it was a, it was a, it was a. Slip it's where there. sports journalism goes to die. That's what, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's what Deadspin is. Um, but I mean, it could benefit both sides. I, I'm, I know they, they said ESPN said that we're Pat McAfee has full creative control. We're not going to, we're not going to control what kind of content he's going to release. Uh, he said he's, I believe he said that he's going to keep things. He's going to keep 
the spirit of the show alive with their with their takes but i kind of wondering yeah he'll have to rein it in a little bit You'd have to rate in the, the cussing a little bit, of course, because it's again, it's ESPN. Yeah. They're a, they're a Disney affiliated. They're, yeah, they're, yes, they're uh, affiliated with the mouse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <Ha! laughs> <laughs> Pretty good, Mickey. Oh, you know? thank, you. Thank, you. thank you. Last week it was Bob Shepard. This week it's Mickey. I mean, this maybe we'll, we'll, Mickey Mouse. Yeah. We'll, we'll start cataloging your voices here. We'll get you yeah, like right. a voiceover reel. <laughs> uh, so we're going to go back to the uh, back to the comments section. Kevin, our buddy Kevin Wilson from Belly Up Fantasy Sports, he says, "If there is there anything on ESPN besides PTI worth paying attention to?" I don't really watch ESPN programming a whole lot anymore, unless there's a game on. I don't yeah. listen to the. I don't watch the commentary. I don't watch Get Up. I don't watch First Take. Uh, I used to be able to. I used to listen slash watch those programs i don't really do that a whole lot anymore yeah. it just it just sounds like the loudest voice in the room gets all the attention and i don't i don't like that kind of programming i like no like shows like ours <laughs> yeah we, we're doing okay but to answer your question uh kevin from my perspective pti is i'll i'll tune into it once in a while because yeah. i like i like the chemistry between kornheiser and wilbon and and they, they, and they keep the and they keep the format consistent they've always kept it yes. consistent. that's the one thing yes. I, I that's that's the one thing about kornheiser and wilbon that i will that you cannot take away from them is that the format is always consistent they have their opening segment they go through the list and they have their big interview then they go through the last segment with the mailbag and yep. happy tr- and happy trails and any corrections they used to have any they used to have corrections with tony reale yes uh, i guess they stopped they stopped that now these with uh now that he's on uh around the horn around the horn yeah yeah see that's the other show that i would watch a lot more back in the day um and i still watch it every once in a while but not like i used to i used to watch it a lot when like uh woody page jay mariotti mm-hmm. and like some other people were on yeah I, I don't watch as much anymore because Sarah Spain. I found I found Sarah Spain annoying. I had a, I had a, I, had a, I I talked about her in the well. You listen in back episodes, not right now. But we talked. I talked about the whole incident with the Tampa Bay Rays Pride Night and how certain players wouldn't wear the caps, and she felt that they were being bigoted. And I def- I said, no, you're just being, you're just being a, you're being a little ignorant, Sarah Spain. So. I have not been blocked and reported on on social media about that take because <laughs> let's just face it, she's not gonna listen to this show. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, if she did. although she should although yeah. she should if she did and then and then you got into a nice um you I, know, I get the blocking I get the block I'll get the blocking charge well that's what will happen I get the yeah. blocking charge yeah <laughs> Jeff says uh, hey that's Kevin Wilson maybe in a couple of years Ryan and Dustin can take over for for Tony and Will Bond oh man. Oh man, I, I I don't have uh I don't have Wilbon's style. I probably would be more of a Tony Kornheiser. Listen, in it. the mouse can't handle this beautiful beard. <laughs> that's been that's been that's been trimmed by Mans- by Manscaped. Twenty yeah. percent off with code Belly Up Twenty. Oh, nicely done. And free so. shipping. And free shipping. Uh, Sick Diggy asked, could the fact that McAfee is a new father factor in his move to ESPN? He recently had his daughter a few weeks ago. Actually, correction, his wife had his daughter a few weeks ago. Yeah, just yeah. want to look the distinction, Sick. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. It, it could be a factor. I mean, it's guaranteed yeah. money. It's a guaranteed job. Uh, he's already an analyst with College Game Day. So in a way, I, it could be a factor. I, you know, and he, I, I didn't listen to the episode, so I really don't know what his description of the, of the whole thing that went down was. I just knowing from um, 
just from reading reports, uh, he he may have alluded to that fact. I'm not really sure. Uh, one of our one of our uh, guys that belly up, Jared, who's been on the show, friend of the show, Jared from mm-hmm. Corner, Corner Booth. Booth. He's a he's a huge Pat McAfee fan. He's a he's a huge Pat McAfee fan. So we about to about to get some insight from him as to why he made that move. But yeah, the fact that he has a new he has a daughter in his life, he has a child in his life, could have been a could have been a huge factor as to yeah. why he went to could have uh, could have took the opportunity to try to set her up, you know, for for life. You know, it's true. Got to figure he's making enough. I, and I mean McAfee, I don't I don't know what I don't know what his net worth is. I'm not I'm not going to do the Google, but uh, with his that's what I do <laughs> with his uh, with his NFL career and his and also his previous deals and now this ESPN deal. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe he did some stuff with WWE. He did. So he was at WrestleMania know, this year. He's got he's got some money coming in, no question. Yeah, apparently he had a hell of a match a couple of years ago at uh, War Games with NXT, um, but. That's neither here nor there. Um, I did look up his net worth. It's apparently, uh, according to Sports Kita, it's estimated as of March 31st to be around $30 million. All right. Um, so not counting endorsement earnings, which is 120 mil, which is from the, which is from the uh, odds deal with FanDuel. And yeah. uh, Kevin says to Jeff, I'd like to put my name in the running for that gig. Yeah, wouldn't we all, but... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if our show's up. I don't know. We don't. We don't yell enough on that show, Dustin. To, yeah. To, yeah. We're uh, not screaming at everybody. We're huh? not screaming at each other. <laughs> and trying to be the loudest voice in the room. And remember, folks, just because you're the last voice in the room doesn't mean you're right. But maybe I'll wear a jacket and a turtleneck for next week's show and see how it goes over. I think that's one of Will Bond's like trademark moves. <laughs> but we're going to talk some more sports folks we'll just come we'll come back in just a moment here first here's a here's a uh here's a word from one of our sponsors at belly up sports at seat geek hey everyone it's ryan from no credentials required to talk to you about one of our newest partners at belly up sports seat geek yeah live sports is great on television but the feeling of being at the arena is a priceless experience that's why our friends at seat geek are there to help you find the best tickets at the best prices not only can you get tickets to sporting events you can also get tickets to concerts comedy shows musicals and more search for your desired event now at seatgeek.com enter promo code bellyupsports at checkout and you save 20 bucks off your first purchase seat geek life's an event we have the tickets that's right, folks. SeatGeek.com. Enter code, promo code BellyUp at checkout. You get 20 bucks off your first order of $50 or more. Uh, plenty. Summer's here. Concert. Concerts. Lots of live games. Baseball games. Get yourself to Yankee Stadium or Shea Stadium if you live in, if you live in New York. Um, con- I mean, up here in New York, upstate New York, SPAC, the Search Guide Performing Arts Center, is, is the place to be during the summer. Well, the music festivals and big concerts that usually come in the area. So get yourself to SeatGeek, buy yourself some tickets and save some money with promo code with promo code belly up. You get 20 bucks off your first order of 50 bucks. Dustin, uh, I've used SeatGeek in the past. I, I think it's where I acquired our tickets for the New Jersey Devils Edmonton ah, Oilers game we okay. went to a, back in 2021. So, yeah, you know, yeah. what are you looking forward to this summer for 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 sporting for any kind of sporting events or or concerts. Well, I'd like to try to get to. I'd like to try to get to a Yankee game. Maybe uh, you know, there's nothing like summer baseball. Um, I also am looking forward to there. You know, as far as as far as sporting events 
Yankees are pretty much pretty much it. You know, mm-hmm. maybe I'd go to the Mets to see um, see City Field. I've heard it's I've heard it's very nice. Um, mm-hmm. But I've heard I've heard it's nicer than Yankee Stadium. It's some yeah, the new that. Yankee Stadium. I gotta I gotta say, I mean, it's nice, but it but it it's lost the magic that the old Yankee stadium had, but that's neither here nor there. But you and I have both been to that ballpark. As a matter of fact, together, I will say the food options at the new Yankee stadium. Very good. Very good. But, um, but I'm mostly looking forward to maybe some concerts. I'd like to see what's available at SPAC, but you won't find me there on Saturday or Friday. I've never been a Dave Matthews fan. People are going to come for me in the comments But uh, also, I'd, I'd love to check out some comedy shows. Maybe I'll go on SeatGeek and see if I can score some tickets, maybe some Burt Kreischer tickets, something like that. Ooh, yes, right. Burt Kreischer's coming to the MVP arena in, uh, I think it was November or December. Yeah, I, I think so. Something uh, like that, yeah. Awesome. Well, you can get, well, Dustin, you can get your tickets on SeatGeek and get $20 off your first order of $50 using promo code BellyUpSports at checkout. Thank you very much. I will do that. There you go. Belly up all day. Yeah, I'm saving you all sorts of money today between, uh, yeah. between Invader Coffee and Seat Geek. I mean, come on. Yeah. Oh, another another ticket you can go to. You you can watch go to the MVP arena and watch the Albany the watching the burning of the Albany Empire, which we'll get to in a few minutes. But <laughs> first order of business, we're gonna talk about the Arizona Coyote. Last Arizona Coyotes last week, they uh Maricopa, Maricopa County, the city of Tempe had a big vote as to whether or not they will allow the Arizona Coyotes and others to purchase land to buy a to, to purchase land to put up an arena and an entertainment district and that vote failed and not only did it fail they failed resoundingly by 12 points 56 wow. percent of residents in Tempe said absolutely not even though uh, it was reported that the arena and the development of the arena and the entertainment district around it, uh, was going to be privately funded, not public. There was going to be no oh, public no money pu- involved. Money. It was all wow. private private money. But this kind of leaves the question. And I wrote an article about this on bellyupsports.com. You can you can go check it out at your leisure. But this kind of leaves a question, Dustin. With this vote failing, are the Arizona is are the Arizona Coyotes done? Are are they moved? Do you think they'll they'll be moving? Do you think there'll be a strike? There'll be a deal. Uh, made where they stay in the area because uh, right now they're playing. They're currently playing. You know, I'll, I'll go into it in a little bit more. But what's yeah. your what's your take on this? Uh, are the Arizona Coyotes done? Well, you had said last week on this show, and you are more educated on this on this fact than I am. But you had said that Gary Bettman is going to do everything in his power to have them stay in Arizona, and I, you know, and I don't know. This arena vote. This arena vote is a bad sign, though. When you told me yeah. that it's public, it there was no public money because that's usually, you know, usually taxpayers don't want to f- foot the bill, which you can understand. No, um, and nor should they. Yeah, and I, you know, we've had discussions about that sh- about that very fact on this show before, but it, I'll tell you, it doesn't bode well, and I don't. I don't know many people. I'm trying to think if I know anybody that lives in in the area, but I remember hearing Mike Golick of ESPN, formerly of ESPN, talk about how he liked going to Arizona Coyotes games and how 
he felt like there were passionate fans there and they loved having them there. He used to talk about it from time to time, if I remember correctly. But I I I know that you said Bettman doesn't want him to move, but this arena this arena deal falling through, um, like you said, somewhat resoundingly. I don't know what the other option is. I really, I really don't. Um, I hope they don't move. I don't, but, but uh, that it's not a good sign for sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, looking at the history, the very checkered history of the Arizona Coyotes, they moved from, they moved from Winnipeg back in 1996. They couldn't secure an arena deal in Winnipeg at the time. Um, Now they're, they acquired the Atlanta Thrashers back in the day uh but it's been through several owners they've moved to two different arenas they were they played at the america west arena uh, for the first eight seasons then they moved because they moved to glendale because america west arena was not built for hockey Mm -hmm. the arena in glendale which is the job ing arena jobing.com arena then it was now it's the gila the gila river arena built after made that named after the casino uh, they got kicked out of Glendale because they couldn't pay the bill, or they or the city of Glendale broke their lease. It was a 15 year lease with the city of Glendale, and they see Glendale broke their lease with them, leaving them homeless temporarily. They currently play at the Mullet Arena, which is a 5,000 seat arena at wow. the University of Arizona State, which has a hockey program as well. If, if you didn't know that. So they've been trying to get, they got through several owners. They went through bankruptcy in 2009. The league took over for them. I'm going through the brief history of all that's gone yeah. on with didn't Arizona they, because didn't they bring in Wayne Gretzky into ownership did. at one point? Too? They did. And they yeah. had him coach the team too. There was no yeah. rules against him coaching the team while he owned was part owner of the team. So they've, they've gone through so many ownership changes. They've gone through arena deals that have gone through. And now this latest thing with Arizona, with the Coyotes, arena proposal failing it's been just a messy situation for the last 25 years and i think it's time for i think it's time for gary bettman and it's this it's it's, it's this is moby dick this is mm-hmm. this is this is his, he's captain ahab chasing moby dick he's been trying to get he's trying to make that work for over 25 years now with this latest hit i think he might have to just say we gotta move on from this mm-hmm. And they're they're only in. I think the Coyotes said they're com- they're committed to staying in Mullet Arena for this season, this coming season. But who knows after that? And we could see them move elsewhere. I mean, there's talks about them moving to Houston or Kansas City or Salt Lake. I mean, even Salt Lake City was mentioned too. Wow, there's a there's a market for I guess there's a market for hockey up there. We, we, they keep mentioning Quebec, but I don't think I don't think the league that, will consider another Canadian team. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask if they would try to bring back. You know, Quebec was the first one I I thought of, and the other one I thought of, and I know I know it's probably a pipe dream, but wouldn't it be nice if a team if it if a city has to lose their team, wouldn't it be nice if we if we saw the Whalers in the NHL once again? Hmm. You know. Well, you know what would be hilarious is if Atlanta got a team back because oh, man. because because here's what would happen because this is the funny thing that would happen. Atlanta, the Thrashers moved to Winnipeg to become the Jets, the second iteration of the yep. Jets, while the old Winnipeg Jets moved to Arizona, and then from Arizona they moved to Atlanta. 
which means Atlanta lost their team to the new Jets, but they acquired the old Jets. Yeah. <laughs> that would be some some crazy synergy right there. Bringing oh my it all goodness. Back around. And, and I don't know if you know if you if you follow the Twitter on Twitter, the account, the at not thrashers, it's one of the best mm-hmm. hockey accounts on Twitter. You gotta follow it. Oh, it's such man, a great to, account. Yeah, I'll have to give that a follow for sure. Oh, it's hysterical. It's hysterical. Um, back to the comment section before we have our last segment. Six says, "Fair point." His wife brought their daughter into the world, but Father's Day is a few weeks away. That's right. It's 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 on the 18th. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's the 18th of uh, of June. Uh, Jeff asks, "Random question: How do you guys know one another?" Basically, our sisters are best friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, our sisters know each other from working together back in the day during the summer. I was introduced to Dustin back in 2011. We've been friends ever since. Yeah. Uh, and our sisters are basically best friends. Yep. And the, and also uh, we got to give an, uh, a hat tip to uh, OBX for bringing us further together. That's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Two, several trips to to Outer Banks. We've we've hung out. We've smoked cigars together. We've drank whiskey together. We've had good times and bad times together. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you know, it's, you know, it's, we're, we're basically family now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Six says any, any place that Burt Kreischer performs is bear country slash dad bod country. Absolutely. And I'm surprised that he's coming back to Albany after some, uh, after some of the things he said yep. a while back. Yeah. Uh, but we've, of- I think, I think we've forgiven him. <laughs> yeah yeah we have he came to the palace not too long ago i went i went with amanda it was a great show yeah. um and now you know hopefully he's coming back yeah i uh, also says any comic any other comic that performs shirtless should be sued for gimmick infringement yeah oh i'm sure so. his i'm sure his legal team is on that no Absolutely. <laughs> uh kevin says send the coyotes to salt lake city uh, somebody somebody mentioned that so there was a mention that uh, Patrick Mahomes said that the Coyotes should move to Kansas City, and somebody from uh, a, a Phoenix, uh, somebody on social media from a Phoenix uh, sports something said, "Yeah, make sure you just you know maybe inst- instead of concentrating on bringing the Coyotes to Kansas City, you should keep your brother out of jail." No, oh man! Come <laughs> shots fired! Off the top <laughs> rope on Patrick Mahomes! Oh my God, the elbow! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, six says the next arena should be called the crew cut or buzz cut. Uh, he also says Quebec city and Hartford were in my thoughts as well. And he also says, how about United flat top arena? <laughs> uh, sure. Why not? <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to go, we got to go a couple minutes. We're going to keep things short tonight. Cause Dustin's got a commitment, but uh, I, we just want to mention our hometown, Albany empire. Oh my goodness. It is currently burning to the ground oh. and a certain owner, uh, named uh, I, I won't mention his name. Uh, we'll just call him Tony. Uh, he's playing the fiddle. Now, mm. if you haven't followed the events of the Albany Empire, uh, a certain football player with a certain, we'll just say temperament, mm. um, reputation, and it's not a good reputation. Yeah, he uh, purchased, bought into the minority, bought into minority ownership in March. And then 10 days later, they fired their head, co- the head coach that had been there the last two seasons, who delivered them two championships, brought in, hired the offensive coordinator as the head coach, as the interim head coach. Three weeks later, he's let go, 
because of complaints of pay along with eight players. Then they bring back the old head coach, the former head coach. And after a 45 point loss on Saturday against Jacksonville at the end of the game, he resigns. And not only that, but the quarterback they brought in, who is a very good quarterback, Jonathan Bain, uh, he leaves the team. And now we hear that this particular player is going to be playing this this coming Saturday at MVP Arena. Now, whether yes. or not it'll be to a captivated crowd of just over a thousand because it's Memorial Day weekend, it's just it's a mess. This is a mess. Yeah. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. I felt for the players who who were released. Some of them I know personally, and. Now it's just it's a messy situation has turned messier. We've we had a, we actually had a report, uh, an article from Abby Rebel from Times Union again, fantastic reporter. Check out her stuff about mm-hmm. the minority ownership who stayed behind and owns five owns five percent of the team. They haven't been allowed back into the arena since this particular person, we'll just call Tony, yeah, uh, was given majority ownership of the team. Uh, I guess he, I guess he, I understand. I listened to Levac and Goss today. Uh, allegedly, he still owes he still owes the dollar to previous ownership that he was he sold got sold oh. to. Mm. Dustin, I know you're not too too familiar with the situ with this with this with situation. We, I mean, didn't didn't um didn't some of that previous ownership um buy into another team in the league as well? Yes, uh, yeah, bought it. To the Orlando Predators, uh, which yes, is funny because that's, that's where three of the three of the players got kicked off the team, wound up going, mm-hmm. <laughs> including which, inclu- including the league MVP from last season. <laughs> He's now on that team. Oh man, which you know, a credit to that owner. He did say, you know, continue to support the Empire. You know, this mm-hmm. is not this is not a shot at the Empire. You know, he he did come out and say some of those things, but uh, man, this is a this is a, a sinking ship. I mean, and in record time too. He's yeah. come in and he's completely blown it up. They're completely. Oh, business is booming, Dustin. Business yeah, is booming. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's blowing it up. Yeah, he. Uh, and the thing is, people, you know, sometimes the internet is used for very bad things. Sometimes the internet is used for very good things. But the one thing you can say about the internet is they're always going to have thoughts. And somebody said, oh, he just had to buy a team so that so that there would be a team that would allow him to play. <laughs> and I thought I thought that was pretty good. I thought that one that one made me chuckle. But I'm just sad that it's uh, my hometown team. And yeah. like you said, it's a lot of the. You know, you feel for a lot of these players because they don't know what's going on. Um, these guys are just trying to make a living, and he's turning it into a circus here. Yeah, and, and the unfortunate part is that the Albany Empire becoming are making national headlines for yeah. all the wrong reasons. Yes. And it's not enough already that Albany gets treated like a joke a lot in terms of the in terms of the sports landscape because we've had so many teams yeah. cycle through this mm. region. Which mm-hmm. is unfortunate because you want to be proud of your hometown. You want to be yeah. proud of the area you live in. And often it gets taken away or it just the, the, the things get taken away. Teams get taken away or they move or they find other places to play. 
the Albany Empire was something we could be proud of. Yeah. For 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 quite a while. And now it, it just seems like it's just one thing right after another. It's a, it's a literal circus. So we 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 talk about Antonio this I'm sorry. Tony. Yeah. Uh, sometimes he, he gets jokingly called a clown. Well, this is not just a clown. This is the entire circus now. And it's unfortunate. It's seriously unfortunate. And I want to root for this team. I I, I took pictures. I, I covered this team for different media outlets and also independently. And I have no desire to go and cover them because of all that's going on. Because I don't know who I'm going to be interacting with on a regular basis. At least I knew with the previous regime who I was dealing with because yeah. because because I because I knew the people and I knew who I was dealing with. Now I don't know who I'm dealing with if, if I decide to reach out for a press credential uh, to cover a game. And I don't even know. I don't even know if I want to buy a ticket because of how this business is being run. Yeah. Yeah, it's very frustrating. And, and you know, part of it could be that I'm remembering things with rose-colored glasses. But when I was a kid, I mean, I didn't go to a ton of games, but I remember my dad took me to some Albany Firebirds games, yep. and I really enjoyed those. And and uh, dad also used to get uh, tickets to the Albany Patroons, you know, mm. and I remember – I remember loving loving those games too, and now they. I mean, I remember going to the Knickerbocker Arena at that time. That's what it was to watch yep. the Patroons play as well. And you had mm-hmm. Phil Jackson coached him at one time. Pat Riley was also affiliated with the with the Patroons. I yep. mean, it George was, Carl. Yeah, George Carl. How could I forget about that? And then, as you mentioned earlier, we had the AC Yankees. You know. Mm-hmm which later became the Diamond Dogs, which I didn't have quite the same affinity for the Diamond Dogs that I did for the Yankees. And maybe it's me remembering things, but there used to be a little bit of juice behind our behind our hometown teams. But yep. it, it just seems like that era is is gone. And I, I know I'm probably one of the few, but I have some fond memories of the River Rats years here. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. You know? It just uh, – it's like you're saying, it's sad. We just can't hang on to anything. And the Devils were a good ticket. When they were here, they were a decent team for most of yes. their tenure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This is why Albany can't have nice things, Dustin. Yeah. Because either either people come in and ruin it or we just don't show up. Yeah. The, the, although the one franchise that has remained consistent, I'll give them full credit. I'll give them full props. The Tri City Valley Cats. Yeah, oh yeah, I even was just when they say. were even when they lost their major their minor league baseball affiliation, they've stayed in. They, they now they're in an independent league. Mm-hmm. They are they're consistent. Mm-hmm. They're consistent. I haven't I haven't been to a game in quite a while. I'm hoping to go down to a game. Uh, yeah, this, we this should year. do that. I love I, I love Let's that. Go. We should get together for a game. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I Absolutely. love the Valley Cats. Used to, we used to go with our buddy. Da- I used to go with our buddy Dave a lot. Yep. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, a lot. And, um, you know, used to have a night place where I work. Used to do a night with the Valley Cats. Always a good time. I wonder if they're playing on my birthday this year. Let's double oh. check. Yeah, that could let's be double something. check. But, yeah, you know, let's keep things. I mean, with the, all, everything with the with the Empire, I, I do want to keep things on a positive note mm-hmm. uh, with, with the uh, – with our hometown, um, let's see. August, late August, I believe that. Yep, they are home. They are playing uh, the. Let's see who they're playing. The Sussex County Miners. 
So oh, man. my birthday. Is it, so is it a uh, is it a fireworks night? Do we know? Uh, it it actually it is. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I love their. I, I'll tell you, I love. Their uh, let's see what those, what's on the promotional schedule for that night. It's NFL night. Oh, perfect. Perfect. We have perfect. To do it. Let's go. We have to do it. We gotta go. <laughs> yeah, we gotta go for the NFL night for the Tri City Valley Cats. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, if there's one thing that's gonna be positive about the area. It's gonna be the Tri City Valley Cats. We mm. we gotta make ourselves go to a, get ourselves to a game. Oh yeah. But hopefully, hopefully, let's just say this, Tony, sell a team. Sell a team, dude. Tell it to people who care. And also to the commissioner of the NAL. You're not don't be toothless. Do something. Yeah. Do something. All right. Well, we're gonna conclude things here on No Critics Required for this edition. But before we do that, on our socials, Twitter, Instagram, the scarcely used TikTok at NoCredsREQ, Facebook.com forward slash NoCredsREQ, YouTube.com forward slash at NoCredsREQ. Whether you're watching live or on replay, just want to remind you to smash that like button, smash responsibly. And on the podcast side, Subscribe to a myriad of podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Play, iHeart Media, iHeart. Tune in wherever you find podcasts. Rate and review. Five stars is always preferred. Leave a review. We might even read it on the air. And if you're watching on the replay, leave us a comment. We have plenty of comments in the comment section that happened during our live show. If you leave us a comment, we'll might even read that one on the air, too. So this is it for this edition of No Credentials Required, where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. We are presented by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. For Dustin Henry, my name is Ryan McCarthy. We've been your hosts, and we hope to see you here. Well, actually, we don't know when the next show is next week because next Monday is Memorial Day here in the United States. Yeah. So we'll keep you posted on as to when we'll have another show, whether it be a Sunday brunch show, Sunday night, Maybe we'll go on Tuesday. We don't know for sure, but we'll let you know when the next show is going to be. So until then, have a great, have a, take care of yourselves. Be safe out there and we'll talk to you next time. All right. Good night, everybody. Did I lose it? I don't know. <laughs> We're live. Oh, the beauty, oh, the beauty of live TV. <laughs>